Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of It's Me Speaking to You. I am, as always, your ever-faithful host, Mr. Jeffrey Wilson, coming to you live and direct from, well, it's none of your damn business. And let me tell you what, I am so absolutely stoked to have my guest on today. Man, I met this gentleman, jeez, brother, it's been almost 10 plus years when we were working on a film called <laughs> which we're all very very proud of and you know even before that six seasons on third watch what was it eight nine seasons on the game three four seasons on burn notice which was already a season a show that had like three or four seasons under his belt and now he is back ladies and gentlemen playing heel supreme he is the head of the what is it the the Sentinel head of the Sentinel service, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He, he is Mr. Kobe Scott Bell. How are you doing today, sir? Jeffrey Wilson. Yes. What's up, man? I am just chilling, man. I am chilling, just admiring your work last night. Like I told you a little bit off air, I'm trying to get used to you as the heel, the villain, Kobe <laughs> Scott Bell, man. Let me tell you. So before we get started, bro, I mean, obviously there's been so many different shoot-offs of Marvel and DC and all this other stuff pretty much pimping my childhood and probably your childhood as well. Were you into, you know, uh, comic books growing up? I wasn't into actual comic books, but I was always into the comic book-related stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I was always into the toys. I was always into the movies, um, the cartoons. Like, yes. I watched the X-Men cartoon. Um, all that. You know, I was always some sort of superhero for Halloween. Yeah, um, right. But I've never been a comic book guy until recently. My son is a big comic book guy. And so I'll sometimes I'll read along. Like, some of the, the you know, the series that he's into, I'll, I'll read them just so he and I can talk about him and stuff yeah absolutely a nice little moment to, to bond with the children yeah no you're, you're one of them cats that, what do you have, two sets of twins you had i mean yeah, my goodness the, how's the family doing family's good man family's really really good man yeah my older girls are in freshman in high school now which Jeez. is insanity and then my younger ones are in third grade Brother, my oldest is about to turn 20, so let's just... Uh, what? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and believe me, she's done... I, I love you, baby. I love you, but you know damn well you've done shaved off many years off your daddy's life, but I love you nonetheless. Uh. So back to the show, man. So where in the timeline... You know, obviously, you know, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the canon. I'm a bit of a nerd myself. Where in the timeline does this story take place of... Uh, not necessarily the X-Men, but the, the mutants, the Sentinel Service. What timeline in, in the whole thing does this take place? Do you, can you speak on to well, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it is in the X-Men universe. But you know how, like, um, you know, the comic books have, there, there, are several, there are several different, like, timelines and realities in the comic books. Sure. So we kind of have our, we have our own timeline and our own reality. Um, in our story, the X-Men have disappeared. Mm-hmm. And so now we're living in a world where mutants are treated horribly and um, they're like, you know, third, fourth, fifth class citizens. Um, and they, yeah, so, so they're just trying to survive. They're just trying to survive in this hostile world. Right. I mean, and they've continued to kind of pro- proliferate, if you will. Like we're still seeing them pop up. You know, kids are still being you know, born mutants, as we saw last night, you know, in the beginning of the episode, Andy's sitting here talking smack about mutants, and here it comes find out, you know, through bullying, through tapping into his power, he's like a, a super mutant with some pretty pretty sick powers, man. 
Um, Wasn't that a crazy sequence, man? That that one that gave me the chills. That whole thing was was dope. Yeah, no, that was that was really heavy. I mean, it was just I, I like I said, I'm I'm a big huge fan of just the whole genre. But the way they did that was just so sweet. You know, you know, hey sis, let me tag along with you to the to the thing, and like, hey, you know, what happens if they bully you? I'm used to it, and they get. I just I just love how that whole sequence went down. Took him into the locker room, and then he just goes, you know, full on and <laughs> feel on mutant on the kids, and yeah. Yeah, the effects. Yeah, the effects with that locker room falling apart, like the, when the, you know the first little tile started popping off. Yeah. And then when the shower, the showers just boom, bam. That was, that was, that was. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm on, I'm on this show. I'm on, I'm on board. <laughs> you know what exactly, I mean? dude. I was, at first I was with the, I forget her name, the character's name. Her his sister. Um, at first I didn't mm-hmm. get her power. I was like, wow, she throws bubble wrap essentially. I didn't quite. And then she's like, no, I can. <laughs> She's like, no, I can kind of do it with what I love, bro. I love the story arc, and I, obviously this is just episode one. I love in all of the movies, man. I just got my power. I'm just finding out how to use it, and then that mm-hmm. arc of the whole like becoming, you know, one with their power, etc. And obviously we got a long way to go. But you know, obviously you, you know, you're you come straight out of the box, Mr. Jace Turner, Mr. Badass Supreme. Give me a little insight, man, because you reminded me, and I hope this isn't dirty pool comparing. You reminded me, obviously, of the Smith a bit from from the Matrix. You know, kind of kind of track down the um, the, the Matrix sure. kids. But uh, who is Jace Turner? Obviously, he didn't just show up being this. You know, obviously, he had to have a nice pedigree to be heading up the Sentinel Services. Where did this cat come from? So he, we actually, the writers get into his sort of origin story really early on in the series. I think uh, episode five um, goes all into how he became who he is. And I wasn't expecting that. You know, I was perfectly happy just to run around going, freeze, get down, freeze, you know. You know. <laughs> but um, they, they went deep, man. And so this guy, he was a cop in Dallas. Um, there was a horrible tragedy in his life that um, sprung him into becoming a member of the Sentinel Services, um, sort of vowing to make sure that never happened to anyone else. It was, it was a mutant-related thing that happened. Okay. So um, he doesn't necessarily hate mutants. He just he really thinks he's doing the right thing here. You know, he's, he's got he's to put a stop to, to the ones that are, that, are, that are out there doing wrong, in his, in his opinion. So, so in his mind, he's sort of like the hero of this story. Okay. You know? So in the beginning, so he, when you were like, when you were like, "Hey, man, I got to take your kids." I mean, you weren't just running game. You're like, "Look, this is for their protection." Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Well, I'm not. Well, he know he does he does what he has to do, and he and he's um, he can be a dick about it. I think he was being sincere in that scene, right? Um, but you know, he like you know, just like any cop, you kind of get jaded, and you kind of like, "Look, I just got to get the job done." Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's kind of where he is, and that's that's. I think it's really cool this character because it's like he's they're setting him up to where he's the antagonist, he's the bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. No, and that's almost um, kind of like immediately how they did with the dad. You know, the dad is like, you know, he's apparently the head of the prosecuting wing of this, you know, mutant, yeah. you know, registration or whatever, and he immediately like, hey, dude, both of your kids are mutants, and he immediately is like. He immediately makes the choice, like, all right, I'm done. We got to hide out my kids. Yeah, and it yeah, seems, yeah. it kind of seems like with your character, you can kind of see that element of, you know, you're kind of cool, but you're doing your job. So, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, they run down the line, the more they kind of humanize this character, if you will, because you can kind of see yeah. already he's he's doing his job, but he's not a complete, complete asshole. It seems like. Yeah, he's not. He's not. And and he um, 
he's doing what he has to do. He's doing what he feels like he has to do. But as, we'll see as the, as the season goes further and further. Um, he gets he gets deeper in it than he wants to be, and he kind of he kind of gets uncomfortable with what he has to do. You know, mm. or, or or who who he's teamed up with, which you know they, they bring in. Um, this guy Garrett Dillahunt, this amazing actor who who plays uh, Doctor Roderick Campbell, who's from the comic books, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and he teams up with that guy, and he very quickly is like, "Wait a minute, what did I do?" <laughs> yeah, and which is so interesting because you know, obviously, you know, you can draw so many parallels from like art imitating life and vice versa. And, you know, like in the real world, you have some people who have nothing but nefarious stuff on their mind in these agencies. And then you have people who like, you know, who are just doing their job and kind of, you know, wanting to their intentions are good, but they're a part of a, a kind of a bad team of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, there's just like there's gray areas in yes. life. There's a, that, that, this show tackles a lot of those gray areas and just kind of puts them out there. What is the Jamie Jamie's last name? Jamie the, Chung. All right. So first of all. Obviously, you're a married man, and I get it, but I have to like I have to pause the show to stop looking at her for a minute. She's so hurtfully, beautifully fine. Like she's, it, you know what? She, it, it, you know what, bro? I remember her from freaking Road Rules, and I knew I was like, dude, this chick is absolutely gorgeous. And I didn't know if you know she she was, she was in MT- Road Rules. She was in MTV either Road Rules or or uh, Real World. Or One of Real those two. World. Yes, dude. That's oh where I, wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, that's where I first saw her, and she she's been acting for quite a while now. But even then, I was just like, oh my god, I gotta like avert my gaze. It was painful. Sheesh. She's she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's very talented, and I mean, just I mean, all the women on the show. You know, Emma Dumont. Yeah. I'm the one who plays Polaris. She's such a badass. She's beautiful. She's extremely talented. And you got Amy Acker, who I mean, Amy Acker blew my mind last night, man. The, the, she plays the mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just so good, man. So connected to everything that she's doing. And then uh, Natalie, the you know the, the 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 one who plays the daughter. She, both those kids, man, they killed it last night. Totally. I, I was I was so impressed. I, you know, I, I obviously you know Brian and Matt, you guys, they know what they're doing. So I was really kind of wondering. You know, I don't want to cast aspersions on other shows doing superhero stuff that just isn't quite bringing it as far as I'm concerned. So it's like I was right. really, really hoping like the casting was on point. Cause, I mean, I knew from the writing and the directing that that was going to really be on point. But, I mean, you know, to really sell this world, you know, you really need to have the, the actors really bring the pain. And in my opinion, last night, they absolutely did. And another thing, I love seeing fresh faces, man, fresh faces that are just blowing the doors down. And you're just like, Wow. And yeah. it's so good when you see the in the end. It's so good. You're like, wow, this thing has has legs, man. This thing has legs. I agree, man. I agree. Yeah, I was because I, I had never seen the whole thing, and so just as a fan of that kind of stuff, which I am, um, just watching it last night with my kids and my wife, and we were all like, yo, this yeah, wait a minute. This, yeah, this I is, bet the kids the kids is, probably loved it. Absolutely. Oh yeah, big time, big time. Like yeah, my they they were they were they were geeking out on it. So. um yeah, I was blown away, man. Um, especially by those kids, like I, I like you know, like Percy, um, the guy who plays Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, for him to be what is he, he's like fifteen years old, man. For him to have that much figured out as far <laughs> as the art of acting, or maybe he doesn't have it figured out. Maybe he's just coming at it, you know, just just raw. raw I don't know, yeah. man. But I'm I'm watching him going like, dude, I need to step my game up because this kid, <laughs> this kid is good. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they really all were, man. I was, you know, very much so. Uh, I don't know, just I, I was just pleasantly surprised. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be anything other than good, but I mean, I'm just like. I don't watch much TV at all, quite frankly, and so to, yeah. to get me to like really sit down and you know to check it out, I was you know obviously a huge fan of yours and you know was anxious to see you. Man, that's the other thing I meant to mention, dude. Mad Dogs, so love that. I know that did not get picked up. That was a series on Amazon, I believe it was, and you played yeah. uh, an assassin. Man, huge fan of that series. If anybody happens to go, I don't even know if that's around to peep out, but if you can pop, pop, peep out Mad Dogs, it was basically a remake of a of a UK version of like kind of the similar plot or show. But um, sorry to digress there, but yeah. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I think they can still find it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, Steve, Steve Zahn, Michael Imperioli. Yeah, it was, it was a great cast, man. Well, and it was cool. It was like, man, getting used to Kobe's The Heel. Like you played an assassin, which was pretty sweet. Like that was, was yeah. the, with the with the with the interesting. Uh, pastel colors that you wore <laughs> it's just like the jumpsuits and the biker shorts listen i've i've never I'm, I'm not you know you wearing those uh i had to wear one of those those biker suits not like not like a motorcycle biker but like a yeah. uh, you know 10 speed long distance whatever yeah, lance yeah. armstrong style that shit is uncomfortable <laughs> and to have to wear that day in day out that's all my guy wore pretty much and right, so right. it's like and, and i don't know if people know but they have this like it's like this like padded kind of protection thing that goes from the like the bottom of your butt all the way up around your crotch it's like dude what what is this get this <laughs> off of me right especially where were you guys at the dominican no where'd you guys where were you guys at puerto rico the dominican i forget we yeah no we shot that in puerto rico so uh nice hey, and all, sweaty. all my love all my love goes to all my friends out there Big yes time. absolutely yeah very very tragic situation going on there absolutely insane Whew. really yeah yeah so- made worse yeah made worse by by this genius we got running the show over here Oh, we won't even get into it. Yeah, I know. I know, right? I, I I saw him going through talking to people today, and as he was leaving, he said, "Have a good time." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" There, oh. I, it's like there's no there's no words. There's no words. There's no more words. It's like, come on, what are we doing? What I are know. we doing? Well, I won't I won't take you down that rabbit hole because you know I run deep on that one. But I, I, I know I know I know you run way deep on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. The other show I do is with the UFC Hall of Famer Pat Militich. It's called The Conspiracy Farm. And we're like 40 episodes in. We're actually turning it into a TV show, bro. It's actually uh, going to shop it to Netflix. Him and I kind of traveling around. We're not doing Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot stuff. It's 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 dope, man. It's actually really dope. And um, we've had on some really cool guests. And it's, you know, it's it's crazy. But, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're having fun. We're having a good time. Well, bro, yeah, check it out, man. Yeah. I don't want to keep you. That are... Yeah, they're no, everywhere. Go ahead. Sorry. No, they're, they're just, you're right. They're everywhere. And it's, uh, it's, um. I just have to say, I say it all the time on the show, nothing is as it appears, and it goes well beyond the right-left thing, if you will. So outside of that, you know, the conversations can can, can go on a long ways, but uh, yeah, I won't yeah. tend to bore you. But yeah, man, shoot out a little social. I know you can't really say too much of what's coming up down the line um, as far as story-wise, but, you know, um, social networking, where can we track you down and um, follow all of your progress, my friend? Um, I'm t- yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to get my uh, social media thing going more. You know, I'm, I'm, that's kind of like pulling teeth for me doing all that social media stuff. But my, I'm doing it now for the show a lot. So the, my Twitter is I'm Kobe Bell, and then the Instagram is <laughs> uh, Kobe Bellagram. Kobe Bellagram. Kobe Bellagram. Words. Yes. And the show is when. The show is Monday, uh, 9, 8 central 
on check, Fox. Check your local listing, Fox, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Fox with a capital X. <laughs> capital F-O-X. Man, ladies and gentlemen, this has been my absolute pleasure, brother. I know it'll probably be another 10 years before we talk, but I, I'm always a fan, <laughs> always watching my man. I'm glad the fam is good. I'm glad business is, you know, as steady as it always is for you. And continued success, my friend. Absolutely nothing but the best. Thank you, Jeff, man. It's good talking to you, brother. Absolutely. Take care. This has been Kobe Scott Bell. Check him out Monday nights, The Gifted on Fox. Check your local listings. Peace in all too much love, ladies and gentlemen. Holla. Woohoo!